Hi, welcome to Capital Stories. On this podcast, we talk to real people about real issues and look for intersections of life and faith to inspire you on your personal walk with Jesus. It's Tara. And it's Eric. And we're excited about the particular timing of today's episode. Yes. As our staff here at Capital has been meeting this summer, we've been talking about how to inspire people to seek God and to respond then to what he's doing right now, not like what he's going to do or what we wish he was doing, but what he's doing right now because he is doing things right now. And this idea plays such a big part in the lives of the two women that we get to hear about on today's episode. Yeah. Today on the show, we are sharing a conversation between Kelly Preston, who's one of the pastors here at Capitol and the leader of our women's ministry team, uh, between Kelly and two women, Stacey Oldert and Judy Blanken. Stacey and Judy experienced something pretty spectacular um, over the past few months, just in their saying yes to God since they met at a women's event earlier this year. Um, They talk about the things in their past that led them to capital and eventually to each other. um, And they get pretty vulnerable. They do. And open up about some of the hurts that they've experienced that you might relate to and how God used the actual literal very things that once caused such pain to bring them closer together as friends to provide individual healing and healing through Mm -hmm. each other and, and to just bring them closer to God. Yeah. It's a really encouraging story about faith and friendship. So we'll just stop talking about it right now (laughs) so you can sit back and enjoy. Here is Kelly, Stacy, and Judy on Capital Stories. Thanks for listening. So what I would like to do is start this with giving a little bit of background on why we're here today and what brought us here today. And it's a little bit of a long journey, but it's pretty cool. So in 2020, before the pandemic hit, Capital Women hosted an IF gathering, which is an international women's conference. And we wanted to get women here. We wanted to give them the opportunity to connect with Christ and to connect with one another. That was our goal. And that year, last year, it's hard to believe it was only a year ago because it's been a long year, we had small groups that launched as a result of that If Gathering conference. We had spiritual formation uh, taking place on whether it was somebody who was brand new to following Christ or someone who's seasoned in the Lord. Um, it The conference and the teachings met a need in so many different women's lives. And so this year, we aimed to put on a conference as well and host this very same IF gathering. And yet, we were in a pandemic that was extremely frustrating because we knew we couldn't bring everybody together under one roof safely. And so we did it all via Zoom, which kind of made us sick because (laughs) we weren't sure if that would attract people because we have all been on our screens and on Zoom all the live long year. And it's been annoying. And so we just weren't sure how this would work. We didn't know if people would feel engaged, if they would even stay watching, let alone have the opportunity to get to know someone new and forge relationships. But we watched God completely blow our minds. And it was incredible. And 
as a result, you two are here with me, Stacy and Judy, and I can't wait for others to hear your testimonies of how God brought you not only to Capital Church, but also to the If Gathering and what He's done in your life since the last If Gathering, which was just two months ago. So um, I'd love to just open up and ask you to just tell us a little bit about how you connected to Capital in the first place. So Judy, why don't you go first? We were attending a church. I was part of the leadership of that church. And I was assisting a young lady, maybe call it mentoring. She had come to me because she was having marital difficulties. I told her that she wanted to separate. And I told her the only scripture that I was aware of was a scripture where Paul had said that it was okay for a husband and wife to have time apart, and I'm not theological in my scripture. I don't tear it apart. I really felt like that's what I was to share with her, but that she was not to seek out someone else, and that he was not to seek someone else, but that the two of them were to separate and consider one another and pray and determine what God wanted. The following Sunday, from the pulpit, was roughly said, we encourage everyone here not to listen to Judy's counsel. Wow. I was devastated. Mm. Um, They didn't come to me and talk to me about it. They just did it. And I was in the middle of the congregation, Mm. and I got up and went outside and was devastated. Yes. Um, So, we came to Capitol, and I went, this was my conversation with God, and this is verbatim. (laughs) God, I will go to church, but I'm sitting in the back row, and I'm not doing one single thing. Not one. Not one. I got together with Troy. Then I shared with him what was happening. I want to tell you that this journey lasted, oh dear, a good 10 years before I um, moved. And that moving was the if gathering, Mm -hmm. the Zoom if gathering. Mm -hmm. And I met Stacy. Okay, so I can take off from there. And I'll start at how I came to Capitol. So I'm from Ohio and just moved to Utah from Ohio, November of 2019. And that was because of getting married to my husband, Derek. And the first two people I met here were Kelly and Troy. And that, because Derek has gone here for 15 years, naturally, I joined him and immediately I told my parents, I said, the, the best thing about moving here so far and still is that 
if one thing was just going to be easy mm. about moving, it would be finding a church mm. that I felt at home at, welcome at immediately because I grew up in the same church for most of my life. And then I um, attended one a little later, but for about seven years, but for the whole, my whole life, I was raised mm. at the same church. All the people knew me and th- there's just that family mm-hmm. feel. And I instantly had that here at Capitol. And it wasn't just wow. because people knew Derek. They instantly loved me. Mm-hmm. And I could tell that it was genuine and it was, you know, just like I said. And I had prayed for that. That was that was an answer to prayer for me because I was going, okay, Lord. Because when Derek and I first were talking about where we'd live, there's no reason he couldn't have moved to Ohio. But I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that God asked me to move here. Hmm. And so there wasn't even a discussion back and forth and then coming to a conclusion. I just told him, I know I'm supposed to come there. I don't know all the reasons, but I I know I'm supposed to. So moving here was already an answer that I knew God was asking me to do. And then I asked him in return, I'm like, okay. But I'm coming to a new state across the, and I left all my family, most all my immediate family, and my you know career of 17 years, and um, started over completely. So that's how I found Capital. But it was a very big deal. Everyone here that you know shared that they had prayed for Derek for so long and who he would marry, and that was me. So I really appreciate that. So then. Fast forward a little bit to how I met Judy or got involved with the IF gathering. I got to pause for a moment with how I met Judy because first, Kelly and I became really good friends. And that in itself was also an answer to prayer because I I have really amazing friendships. And they're not all just in Ohio, but I asked God, I'm like, I need people. Mm-hmm. I don't need just acquaintances. I need my people here. If you're going to bring me here, I need like those kinds of people I can just show up at their house and I really feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And you and Greg and your family have truly been mm-hmm. that to me <laughs> more than once. Kelly was the first one to invite me the the first year I was here, so 2019. It was 2020, but I had only been here for a couple months and she invited me. <laughs> she actually I saw it on the screen. And she kept texting me, are you coming to If Gathering? Please, will you sign up for If Gathering? And um, So you're saying I bad you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be totally in character. That's fine. <laughs> I can admit it freely. <laughs> but I really appreciated that because I, I had kind of forgotten. And then we were sitting, Derek and I, in church on the last Sunday to sign up. And I go, oh, I haven't signed up for that yet. And he is the one that actually said, I'm going to do it right now for you and mm-hmm. and did it right then. And Kelly then texted me later and said, just so you know, you're sitting at my table and <laughs> I'm having you there. But the people that she had there at that table also have developed into some of the closest friends I have here as well. There's no way I was going to miss the second year, even though it was virtual and... <laughs> And then Kelly and I had developed such a close friendship that she asked me if I would lead a If Gathering virtual group. And I said, sure, I'll do that. And there was going to be five or six ladies and everyone had confirmed, but then a few went to someone's home and Mm. were able to be there live. 
And I still am like, wow, that was God because Judy and I showed up. I'm on the Zoom. I'm all ready to go. And I'm waiting for my ladies to pop on. And it's just Judy and I staring at each other. We're like, hi. So we'll we'll wait a few minutes and see who else pops on. And we wait a few minutes and it's still just us. And so I'm like, well, I mean, I guess we'll start. And if anyone comes in, we'll let them in. Well, it ended up being the entire weekend, just Judy and I on our Zoom. And it was all virtual. But I was the leader, so I was asking the questions and getting it started. And at first, we started with the actual topics of the questions, and it quickly went deep. It did. (laughs) It quickly went like, oh, my goodness. I also, side note, like I had been praying for those deep friendships, and but all of 2020 was COVID. So while Mm -hmm. I was miraculously able to build friendships, I was still not able to get to know a lot of people closely. Mm-hmm. And so instantly I was like, oh my goodness, Judy's my answer to prayer because I had been praying for someone who was further along in life than me and who had a strong marital foundation as well that could be a spiritual mentor and that kind of, you know, just guide me along um, in that kind of way. And, and right at that weekend... You know, COVID wasn't the easiest. (laughs) We were newlyweds. We were, you know, working together from home. And I don't know the area and I don't know a lot of people. And so you can imagine there were some bumps that came up. And (laughs) (laughs) okay, yes, yes, we are with you. Confined. (laughs) Yes. Fine. Everything's fine. Confined (laughs) to your home. (laughs) And honestly, though, the, the enemy really tried to attack us. And, um, and then Judy shows up that weekend that the enemy was really trying to just get us. We were just frustrated, to say mm-hmm. the least. And I just told her everything. I just mm-hmm. said, can I just tell you right now, I feel like you're an answer to prayer. I prayed for a mentor. I prayed for someone further along in life than me that could help me in our marriage and also guide me in deepening my faith and in pushing me in that way. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea the story you just heard about Judy. Mm. So I was asking her to do again the very thing that burned her so deeply. And Judy, what was going through your mind? <laughs> not going to happen. Was, <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> so were you actually yeah. telling God that? Yeah. Oh. I, in my mind, in my mind, I was, no, you are not serious, God. You aren't serious. So he was serious. Imagine <laughs> God's watching this whole thing, right? And here's Stacy. So excited because God is answering her prayer right now in front of her. Mm-hmm. And Judy is also praying at the same time, God, this is not going to happen. No way. And God <laughs> goes ahead and does what he thinks is best, yes. which I think is pretty much like God, isn't it? Yes, because I remember in the moment, Judy smiling at me and shaking her head. And she she did say on that Zoom, this was not an accident that we met. Mm-hmm. This was mm-hmm. not an accident. Wow. So she I did didn't. say that. Yeah. But I'm all excited over here. I'm going, this is great. I mean, I can just tell you're going to be my instant friend. We're going to be so close. And I can just tell. And But later, I mean, a couple weeks later, she ends up telling me more about the whole story. Um, and 
tells me no. What I was really thinking was, okay, I'll shake my head yes now, but that's a no. I mean, <laughs> I'm, not doing, no. I'm not doing that. I'm not so doing that. So true. And I didn't even realize I was shaking my head yes. Yeah. I'm serious. I did it. Because inside, I was going, not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's so neat yeah. to talk about this mm-hmm. two months later, because God has done so much oh. even since then. Mm. And even just that, two weeks later, getting together, her telling me her story. I mean, our lives really parallel hmm. in circumstances, even though I asked, you know, for someone further along than me. Mm-hmm. But our story is really parallel, so we could truly understand one another. And that's one of the things mm-hmm. about this if gathering that was so amazing. And then kind of leading into um, this whole topic of anchored that we'll mm-hmm. get to more. But God was doing that, and even since the if, He has developed us individually in our faith. And I can say that since then, I mean, God's transformed my marriage. I mean, really, mm-hmm. there's bumps that were there that aren't mm-hmm. you now. And, um, and then deepening our friendships. Mm-hmm. I mean, taking us to a, such a different level. And also, not just faith, but also filling the void of things like I don't know, Judy, how much you want to share, but um, of things with health and how he can take something like the Mm -hmm. If Gathering and go, hey, Judy, you know how you were praying for um, someone to help you with Pilates? Oh, by the way, Stacy's a Pilates instructor. (laughs) It's true. I mean, even stuff like that. I mean, that's crazy. And she's a drill sergeant. I just want to say that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, Mm -hmm. but really sweet about it. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that is very true. But that's something that you needed. (laughs) And so what I'm saying, it's like a win, win, win. Mm. That not that just like God? What I want to add to what um, Stacy was saying is because of the woundedness that I had, I kept people at a distance. I was cordial sometimes, um, but I didn't draw people into a relationship with me. I stuck with people that I knew just on guard, I would say, all the time. This bundle of joy God brings into my life that I just love her to pieces, just like God, to give me what I need as He begins the process of moving me back in to the community. Um, it was... One day I sat and was like, Stacy is just so full of joy, so out there with who she is. No hindrance whatsoever mm-hmm. about that. And that was what God was bringing me to. And during that time, I didn't sit idly by. My relationship with God continued, and um, it was just people. I just didn't like people. (laughs) But God. (laughs) And let's just stop for a second and appreciate that, because I think a lot of people listening, including myself, 
can relate to that. Mm-hmm. It's tough, mm-hmm. especially when you've been hurt yep. and deeply hurt when yes. you've put yourself out there. So keep going, Judy. Well, and the other thing that I wanted to say is here is um, Paul giving the message on Tileo. And I'm sitting out there going, being more impressed by the Holy Spirit about Tileo in that I felt like God was saying to me, it's finished. It is finished, Judy. Stacy enters my life, and we watch this uh, IF conference. There's this topic on uh, going deeper or being anchored. I don't remember anything else about the conference besides Stacy and I's relationship and that portion of the if gathering because that was God te- he had been telling me he was taking me deeper taking me deeper taking me deeper mm-hmm. and because of woundedness in my childhood and then what I experienced within the church man I didn't trust I I just wanted to be left alone in my own little circle and because of that I chose to go to a therapist. And the therapist basically acknowledged all of these anxieties that I had by telling me that I would feel that way. My feelings had validity. Hmm. And then she released me from therapy because I didn't need to go anymore. And Troy says to me, So that means you're healed. Well, I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) But okay, okay. But that is exactly what's happening to Mm. me. Stacy comes into my life, and she's full of joy and such exuberance. She loves life, and anyone around her had better hang on Mm -hmm. because she's just a ray of sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. Exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just Stacy and I or me mentoring Stacy. Stacy was bringing me back to life. Mm-hmm. And only God, mm-hmm. only God can do that. And just like Stacy said, the Pilates, I had bought in a book. I was going to do Pilates. Mm-hmm. And Stacy's a plotty teacher. Whoa! And, and I think something that you haven't mentioned yet—if you, you don't have to go into all the details—but for five years, you've ha- your health, yes, has been one of the struggles. Yes, like I yes, very much. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, and li- my husband. Five years, I struggled with my health. At the beginning of March, I think it was, my husband noticed that I would stop breathing at night. And so I went to my doctor and proceeded to find out that I had sleep apnea. So I now am on 
a CPAP machine, and my life is just, it's, it's going out of control, except it's not out of control. <laughs> it's just God taking me through all of this and finding solutions or giving solutions to me on everything. So what precipitated your encounter over Zoom was one of our sessions. So there were there were a ton of sessions at this if gathering, which is wonderful. It's part of what makes this conference unique. There's 15 or 20 different speakers from all over. And this one particular session with Michael Todd, uh, you both had mentioned in a previous conversation with me that that session stood out to you the most. And what was interesting to me and what I wanted to just kind of go into that for a moment with some of those uh, points of what he he was talking about and talk, and challenging us as a community on were similar comments from other participants. The majority of our women all referenced back their the highlight of their experience at this conference this past year was that session. And it was all about being anchored, which you referenced earlier, Stacey. And I'm so glad you did because some of the things that he said, and I'm going to quote him and then we'll talk about it a little bit, but it was such good nuggets that he gave us. Um, he talked about an anchor is only needed in the deep. His challenge to us as followers of Christ was to get out of the shallow end of the pool where we have we have control, like a semblance of control, right? And to push off the shore and get into the deep water where we don't feel that we're in control, but where we have to completely depend on Christ. And that's convicting. And I... I'd like to just just share another nugget that he said. He said, stop being in control in the low levels of water. God cannot do what he wants with me unless I'm in the deep. Hmm. Push away from the shore and divorce shallow Christianity. Allow God to take me where I no longer depend on my network or shallow coping mechanisms. And I don't know what your physical reaction was or <laughs> emotional reaction was, but at my house, in front of my computer, I was wincing at the things that he was saying and kind of ducking my head because it was like, pow, pow. It was so good, but it was he was hitting me in just the right spot, and I knew it was the Holy Spirit using him. And as he was teaching this is when we saw a lot of comments coming in from other women at Capitol saying, oh my goodness, you know, oh, he just said this. Oh, he just said that. We could really relate to what his challenge was. And then later he talked about being anchored, not only ourselves, being anchored to Christ, but that together in a community, we are an anchor. We're an anchor for one another. And so I want to just touch on this real quick. He said he went to the beach one time, went to the lake, and he experienced something so unique. It was like a boat it's party. It's like a boat party out in the middle of the of the lake. Okay. And All he, the boats yeah. join together side by side, and they anchor their boats mm. out in the middle. So then everybody can just walk across all the boats all the way across the water. Mm. 
So they're they're linked together, but all mm. anchored in mm. the deep water. But he said, together we are an anchor. We must lock arms and unify because the entire world needs an anchor right now. And it's such a timely message at the tail end of an election year, at the tail end of, well, maybe the tail end of a pandemic and just the all the things that are going on in our world and in our culture. And to have both of you here sharing your experience, how God answered your prayers, a counter prayer, uh, mind you, which is extremely funny to me that (laughs) yeah, you were praying in opposite directions, but God had the final word, which is what we want him to do anyway. (laughs) And it was so cool. But he brought you guys together and to hear your stories and how you are an anchor for one another, but how that makes all of us in the body stronger. Um, So if you don't mind just sharing for a couple of minutes, each of you, what was the most impactful about that session of being anchored? So Pastor Michael Todd is the pastor of a church called Transformation Church in Oklahoma City. And what's amazing to me is that I had no idea that he was one of the speakers at the IF gathering, but I started the year paying attention to the series that they were doing called Anchored. Hmm. Their word of the year that God gave them is anchored. It's the the word of the year for 2021 for them. So I had watched that whole series, and even about a week or two before If Gathering, I remember you and I, Kelly, were on a walk, and I didn't tell you all the details, but I told you, I said, God is just taking me deeper. He wants Hmm. me to surrender uh, control of everything and stop like you said, in the shallow, but I didn't know I was doing that in areas of my life and trying to manage what the outcomes were of circumstances or emotionally try to control how I react or don't react. And really, then I would just fall back into um, frustration. So then about a week or two before If Gathering, I said, you got to watch this particular sermon. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And it's, it's called Anchored. Well, then fast forward, and here Judy and I are bouncing back and forth on the Zooms, off the Zooms, and before we pop back on, Michael Todd comes up and he's giving a condensed sermon for his portion on Anchored, the whole Mm. series they started the year with. And I'm going, that's what I was talking about. That's who I was talking about. (laughs) Even though he's delivering the message, it's it's just God at work, Mm -hmm. because then they asked him to be one of the speakers of the If Gathering that is delivered around the world. Mm -hmm. Everyone that was there heard that and is being called deeper by God. But it's not him, it's God. And then Judy and I, our question was, you know, well, what impacted you the most out of those speakers in that? And so both of us were, I was couldn't wait to tell her about this because I'm going, well, I know mine. And she's telling me hers first, and it was the same. Mm. It was the same session. It was the same session. And after we, yeah, there was a break and we had a discussion right then. And he had just finished speaking. And she said, well, that guy was my favorite out of those so far. And here's why. Because she mentioned the Polly sermon on Taleo and what God was doing in her life. And now she knew this was another step of God taking her deeper. Mm -hmm. And 
And I was floored because I'm going, holy moly, this is, this is crazy. I mean, isn't that just how he works? Because in the deep, there is no explanation and you have no idea what he's doing. He's going, trust me, because you couldn't do this. Yeah. You couldn't put all this together. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what I'm piecing together two months from now mm. or what is about to happen. Yeah. That just by answering my call for you to say yes to me, that you're willing to go to the deep. And I love the way he says it. He goes, we out here. We're just out here in the deep. Trusting is basically what he's saying. And I want to circle back just a second to what Judy was saying and how God brought me to her life in such a joy because that's part of my healing. Here we go. Here comes the water. It's all right. Oh, you got tissues. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Because part of our stories being parallel um, was that our trust was both crushed in life mm. um, by the closest people to us. Hers starting from childhood and mine from my previous marriage. But we never faltered away from our faith because we, we believed we could trust God, but we were just, like you said, sick of it. Mm-hmm. Just sick of having to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Just the way she described me now that got rocked. Mm. I mean, I was angry, you know, and I didn't live it on my face. So people wouldn't know that, but I'm just stubborn enough that I wouldn't lose that. Mm. But the truth is in my new beginning, looking back now, God used the bumps Mm. to surface in me. What was still hiding out? Mm. What was, wanting me to hang on to that little anger, mm-hmm. to that frustration, to really the fear of, I don't want to be hurt again, mm-hmm. especially not like that. So I wasn't going to the deep, but I didn't know it because mm-hmm. I would do things like this and I would say, okay, never again. Mm-hmm. No one's doing that to me ever again and I'll make sure of it. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have control over that. Mm-hmm. Well said, yeah. And I did have to face some of the same things that I never wanted to face again, again. Mm. So we have no guarantee that just because God is working, it doesn't mean there won't be storms. Mm. Uh, But what he did was transform me uh, in this, even since the if gathering. I mean, honestly, Mm. he took, at the beginning of the year, he's like, will you go deeper? I'm like, yes, I will. Okay. And I see how you're working. But then since then, even he's, he's taken, me, but also Derek, and it's individually. Mm-hmm. He took us and said, "Will you both say yes to going deeper, and I'll do the work that I need to surface in each of you." Mm-hmm. And because of that, it allowed true healing. Thank you, Stacy, because yes. I think the wrestling is part of our faith journey, mm-hmm. and God is never in a hurry. I mean, we think he's super slow sometimes, and he's not. He's His timing's perfect, like you just said. But he's so patient to let us come to that realization when we're ready. And I always picture God sitting on the curb with us and not trying to like 
pull our hand too hard to get up and keep moving. But if he sees us sitting and resting for a minute and catching our breath, that he sits down with us and breathes with us. And it's like, okay, we're going to stop here. We're going to sit. We're going to be together for a minute and take this in. And it's okay. Um, Judy, what was the most impactful for you with this particular challenge that, you know, from this session of being anchored? Being incapable of doing life like I used to do life, and that was at 110% throttle. So you're saying you're a little bit intense. Yes. Okay. I just want to clarify for those that might not know you, Judy. (laughs) Yes. You move at a fast pace. I do. I do. And being grounded, if you will... His verse that he gave to me was, be still and know that I'm God. I thought, I do be still before you, God. I pray every day. I, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it was like, mm, we're going to take that verse a little deeper. Mm. And so I was hindered from a lot of things. And I shed a lot of tears because I couldn't do what I wanted to do. It was a very painful five years. What happened during those five years was I grew very close to God, very close to Him. Um, and what He did was we went to a my husband and I went to a Chris Tomlin concert. It was at Christmas time here in Salt Lake at a Brevenal Hall. And at that, and we had been singing uh, Chris Tomlin's Good, Good God numerous times here at church. And, but when we were at the concert, he was singing it, and I could not stop crying. I, God, the portion of that song that hit me, that made me weep intensely, was deeper into love, love, love. And that just rang through me for months and months and months. So, to come to the IF gathering and to be having this message on deeper, and that was like three or four years. And that's the other thing I wanted to say is that God is not in a hurry. We are in a hurry. We want things when we want them, and we want them right now. And... I can look back at the five years, and I jokingly told Kelly and Stacy that I felt like God took me out of the shadow on a speedboat into the deep. So from like two months ago, you it's hopped been, on God's speedboat. Well, I didn't hop on. He pushed <laughs> he, he me pushed on. You on. <laughs> Clarify. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, he, I did he gives fun. us a little push, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> and um, it hasn't stopped. I, mm. I mean, even doing this, 
doing the if gathering. All those things were God taking me out of the shallow Hmm. and anchoring me in the deep. And it's been one thing after another, after another. I mean, there isn't time. Well, and I think to your point where God's not in a hurry, Kelly, you mentioned he'll wait so kindly on us. However, when you say yes, look how much he's done. So uh, a buddy of ours, when... Because God did that in how Derek and I met and then how we got married. And he said, well, God can work pretty fast if you let him. It's usually us that has our foot on the brake. And Mm. that's what we're talking about. Like, not even intentionally Mm. putting the brakes on, but because of fear, because of control, because Mm -hmm. of pain, Mm -hmm. because of hurt, we do accidentally hold back Mm -hmm. sometimes. And some of that is the flood of blessings he's just like i'm i'm ready if you are hmm. and cuz that's what he's done yes and to see you know the 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 relationship that you have and for you to allow that part of community in and then you're in this place of bringing community into Stacy's life and Stacy bringing community into your life mm-hmm. and I just I just think about how it's a ripple effect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what God what brought such deep hurt in the past yes. from what you were just sharing both of you and that was people mm-hmm. God has used people to bring mm-hmm. such deep healing Amen and I love how he does that and I've I've watched mm-hmm. him do it in my life where with what I've been through in life, I've held people far away. And God has allowed people to be the ones to bring such deep healing and connection mm-hmm. for me. I got to step back for just one second and say to you, Kelly, how you mentioned just there how impactful the little seeds that God plants. or And Judy it reminded me of something because back to him taking his time. You, you know, at the beginning I joked and I said, you kept texting me, you kept asking me, are you coming, are you coming? And I did. But that was a seed planted for the following year. Hmm. Because I wouldn't miss this year because of you planting the seed back then. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, like that fast forward thing of what God has done you know, and that's why it's okay where you're at because a year and a half ago, I was at a completely different place than I am today. Mm-hmm. Completely different. Mm-hmm. Still, I had a walk with Christ, but it's 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 grown so much more, and so it's okay wherever you're at. But when I came here, I left. You know, I'm super close, and I'm the I'm the aunt to eight nieces and nephews, now 12 with Derek's. Um, but I, I have 12 little ones that I'm super close to, and they're all in Ohio. And so also when I moved here, I said, God, you better put kids in my life. Since the IF gathering, I'm leading a group of sixth, seventh, and eighth grade girls. And I knew all last year that I was supposed to get involved in the kids area. I didn't know exactly how. And that is something that God put together because they needed someone for that age 
I had no idea that that was the need and that's the area I wanted to help in. And so I'm just amazed. And I love the challenge that we had at the IF gathering and small groups have popped up as a result Mm -hmm. of this event and relationships have been forged. Discussions about God have taken place from women 18 to 80. And I love that because God is up to something. And I want to end on this note. I would love for you guys to share something that for a male or female listening to this podcast, how would you encourage them today? How would What would you say to them today? I would say no matter what you've been through, no matter what is happening right now, consider putting it all in God's hands. Amen. Just consider saying yes to that because I have done that and it's taken me saying yes to that I have seen the proof of the way I can completely trust in that because he's taking care of me on every little thing. He truly has. Don't be afraid to tell your story. Don't be afraid. Don't let it well inside you and eat you up. Um, condemning you, filling you with shame and let it out. Let it out and and share it. Share it with one person, one person, and let God go from there. In sharing your story, it actually doesn't push people away. It draws them closer to you. Um, like Stacy mentioned, I am leading an if group. I mean... You just don't know how miraculous that is. All I wanted to do was go to an if group. And Kelly emails me and says, how about you lead one? Oh, okay. And so these two lovely ladies and myself are growing closer together because we've shared our stories. Mm. Yeah. And that's a point where we can we can come together. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. common ground and mutual purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have a story to share. Well, I want to thank you both for being vulnerable because it's not easy. And we had no idea going into this conference what God would do. And I am not tech savvy, so there was a lot of anxiety doing all of this virtually. <laughs> and the uh, my leadership team, we we kind of all had the same trepidation, like, what is God going to do over Zoom? Come on, this is so strange. But to see and to to hear, um, God is up to something in our lives, and it's pretty amazing, and that He could do something so impactful in your lives through a virtual event and get your attention or interrupt, if you will, um, where you were and bring you guys together 
in this in this way is really powerful. And I'm so grateful that you shared with us today and that you're willing to share your struggles and how God has called you into the deep. So thank you both so much. You're welcome. You know, it's amazing how God can do what only He can do when we say okay yeah. and trust Him and 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 swim ourselves out to that part of the water where our feet aren't touching the ground anymore, mm-hmm. but that we know He's got us. And we open ourselves up to welcoming whoever and whatever He has for us because it's better than we thought it would ever be. Yeah. I'm so inspired by listening to that interview and how they just continued to marvel hmm. at what God has done and what he continues to do. So I just want to reiterate our thanks to Stacy and Judy, not just sharing the shallow part of their story, but the deep part of their story yeah. too, and what they've experienced between each other and through God in it. And to Kelly and the women's leadership team at Capitol for creating an environment and a space mm-hmm. for God to show up through the incredible If Gathering. Yeah. We've dropped a few links to some resources. Uh, Judy mentioned some sermons and Stacy mentioned some sermons. We'll get those on the website, capitalstories.com for you to check out. Um, and if this episode resonated with you, um, send the link to someone as a piece of encouragement this week. Um, mm-hmm. Let them know you're thinking about them and invite them to share their story with you. Um, there's power in that. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. <laughs>